0: Get your Indie fix at sorgatronmedia.com slash store. Get 20% off any digital downloads with the coupon code HEAD, including our latest release, IWC A New Era, featuring Al Snow and Luke Doc Gallows of TNA and WWE. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at sorgatronmedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Hungry, yet. cocktail Never said I Hey guys, welcome back. It's the Indie Mayhem Show, episode 9. We're still rolling here. And uh, of course, I'm Sorgatron here in Pittsburgh, PA, uh, ready to have fun, talk wrestling. Uh, Of course, if you are new to this show... Um, I'm involved uh, with indie wrestling myself, first as a fan, and then of course getting into the production side of things up here in the Pittsburgh area with the uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance and the International Wrestling Cartel, amongst other things over the years. And I team up here with my other pal in indie wrestling, the uh, Texas Connection, Eamon, at Eamon2Please, on the Twitters uh, from San Antonio, uh, who works for Inspire Pro Wrestling as the commentator down there. How are you doing this week, sir?
1: I'm doing great. I I, I think that's going to be our new tag name. So we're the Pittsburgh,
0: Texas connection. Oh, there you go. We're going to travel the country. We're going to work all the territories. We're like an 80s tag team. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, of course, if you want to find out more about this and other shows, uh, uh, drop us a line. We're over at uh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can find the Indie Mayhem Show as well as our other shows over on iTunes, on Stitcher, on YouTube, including our after shows for all those big shows. You know, If you happen to like mainstream wrestling uh, for Raw and Impact, of course, and now kind of NXT, I guess, too. Um, I'm going to touch a little bit on that kind of stuff, too. Uh, intro by Basic Sickness. Uh, check out his stuff, download for free at BasicSickness.com, another Pittsburgh guy uh, that's been supporting us over the years and we support him. Uh, you can drop us a line and let us know what you think. If there's anybody we should have on the show uh, or anything like that, uh, the email address is goodtimes@wrestlingmayhemshow.com, at or uh, drop us a line at the voicemail 412-206-WMS0 or tweet us at MayhemShow on Twitter. Uh, we're also Uh, wrestling mayhem show on facebook on google plus and of course the great wrestling mayhem show group on facebook um and of course you can join us here live at uh, live.sorgatronmedia.com but there's links over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com as well every tuesday night 11 p.m eastern time or you can drop in here two hours later at 9 p.m uh for the wrestling mayhem show and get the whole uh kind of wrestling experience we do here on tuesday nights uh so i'm excited amen we have our first in-studio guest Yay! I love it to see you, I guess. And we also have our first female wrestler joining us in Sarah Feeney, who wrestles here uh, lately with the RWA. I see you, well, not so much lately, but you're there <laughs> monthly with the uh, Renegade Wrestling Alliance in West Newton, PA. How are you doing this week?
2: That's, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Tongue twisted there. I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: It's late. This is the late night edition that we do uh, with this show, unfortunately, <laughs> but, um, but it seems to work out with the time change and everything. So, um, so, so tell us like for those, what's kind of the, the tagline for Serafini if they're like, you know, what, what is Serafini, uh, uh, about out there?
2: Serafini, Serafini is about the Feeney army about, um, you know, working hard and, uh, working her way up the ladder in female wrestling.
0: Awesome. Awesome, uh, and now I noticed uh, I noticed this little bit of a character shift. Uh, Seeing seen in RWA, uh, the Italian diva has <laughs> has emerged a little bit. Um, can you talk about a little bit about what you were doing before and how you came to uh, you know this kind of persona?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, for Most of the time, what you see is what you get with me, you know, but I can definitely have a mean streak in me. So, um, I have been fortunate enough to face some great opponents that have brought out the best of me. So what you see is just Serafini as she grows.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, um, what kind of got you into wrestling? Like what was your first kind of like you know, when you can say it like this was the moment that wrestling was the thing for me, <laughs> like that, that's kind of our big kind of thing here, because we, we talk about it a lot between us on the Mayhem show and everything. And I think that it has to be something kind of really special for somebody to want to become a wrestler, like go that full nine yards with it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I grew up watching wrestling. I mean, as most wrestlers, you hear them say, I did. I grew up watching wrestling and, um, you know, it was just something that, you know, my older brother, he always had it on the TV and I sat and watched it with him. And I would say that uh, that it was probably WrestleMania 10 and Razor Moon, Shawn Michaels. And I was hooked and I was like, that's what I want to do that's you know what I want to grow up to be <laughs>
0: <laughs> now there wasn't I, I I'm trying to remember I don't think there was there wasn't a lot of women's wrestling then or anything like so there wasn't really anything of that example yeah. like, like like did you just look at the guys and say I want to do that like you didn't care at that time
2: oh yeah yeah absolutely I mean Shawn Michaels uh, I idolized him growing up but I also liked watching you know Ken Shamrock um, and like you said just watching the guys and seeing what they do and say well you know I, I could do that I could make a difference difference in, in female wrestling so uh fortunately female wrestling has come a long way since then and you know women are able to go and showcase their talent mm-hmm. and so yeah that's what got me hooked
0: what do you think of it you know of course you know we talk about on the other show with nxt and everything we've been very impressed with the, you know women's wrestling in there versus what you see on the main show uh what do you think about the state of kind of women's wrestling let's say on the main stage with the guys even WWE tnas anything like that
2: Um, I think like I said I think it's come a long ways Um, I think it's great that you're you're seeing what women have to offer in the world of wrestling you know you don't just see them as eye candy anymore you see them going out doing things um, that make you say wow and you know seeing things that you know maybe guys did or maybe they didn't do um, you know originality and you know it's it's impressive, you know, to to those that haven't experienced, you know, that kind of female talent in, in the wrestling ring. Awesome.
0: Awesome. So so what uh, so what you know, what was the point where you said you started finding that path to becoming a wrestler?
2: Well, um you know, it it was always something I wanted to do. I just didn't know how to get into it. Um, so I started training when I was 19 years old. I found a school locally, started training, and just took off from there.
0: Awesome. And now I know you've had you you mentioned that you've had some connections of you know you've you've got to work with some pretty big names in the business. I, I remember specifically uh, uh, one instance. Uh you got to work at least in a, a referee capacity with uh Gail Kim and Tracy, Tracy Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, how was that?
2: Oh, it was quite the experience. I mean, I was still really green at the time and I was nervous as all, but you know, <laughs> being able to get out there with with two great women wrestlers like that and um just being able to be a part of that atmosphere, you know, and they, they coached me before, they coached me after. Um, you know, gail kim even gave me her contact information and told me that i can keep in contact with her if i have any questions or concern you know Mm -hmm. and that was cool that was really cool
0: it it seems like um because you know again we kind of discussed earlier there there's um like certain it seems like There's a lot less places showcasing women's wrestling, especially at least around the area. RWA has been really good. I know they've been really supportive having you around there and and bringing in other girls like Sassy Stuff. Uh, Jessie Bell, Smothers actually most recently, uh, a really good match. I I just actually just edited this morning with uh, you and her uh, from this last uh, show a couple weeks ago. are you finding and I know you're going out a few other places you're getting around a bit um are you finding it easy to find spots on the shows for you as as far as you know just women's wrestling in general um or is that that becoming a, a you know kind of difficult
2: well that's a good question I mean I've definitely had some really great um opportunities to work with great talent you know as you mentioned sassy Steph she's really helped me a lot um so far and you know I'm grateful for her and um I, I call her a friend. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, sometimes it is hard. It's hard to find, um, you know, promoters that are willing to book female females or, and then other times it's surprising because then you'll get a great opportunity and, you know, you're just like, wow, you know, but yeah, sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's not, it just depends on what the promoter looking for and what the fans, you know, are looking for at that time. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. And, and in sort of that sense of like, of like working for different shows and and for certain promoters um is it a sense do you feel more of a sense at least in your area of like promoters that maybe need a women's match so they book specifically for that or are you getting to work are you finding that you get to work a lot more like storyline stuff or or is it more like um sort of when they need it sort of uh like is it more like sort of i I i don't know what the best way to put it is but like in the sense of needing a women's match as opposed to actually wanting to build like a story i guess in a sense
2: yeah i mean absolutely um you know at rwa i've really had the opportunity to work storylines and to build character which has really helped me develop as a character um Mm -hmm. but yeah absolutely i i get calls and uh facebook messages all the time like can you work the show it's You know, this weekend or next weekend. And so, you know, you kind of just get thrown in a spot and, you know, you uh, you feel fortunate to have that opportunity. So but not a lot of the time there's not storylines involved with it. So it's kind of hard to, you know, um, sometimes you go into new places and people don't even know who you are. And, you know, Mm -hmm. all you can show them is what you know, what is involved in your match and what you have to offer in the ring. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah yeah, i don't think they've had you involved with a good bit there in rwa you know even you've gone through yeah. i think a table or two at this <laughs> point right yes <laughs> gone through a
2: table taking a table i was a big part of the uh tag team division there for a while so flipping between tag teams and you know I don't know. That was, that was, that was good for me, you know, to have that experience with those guys who were really talented. And also again, to help, you know, build my character.
0: Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, remind me again, who was in those teams?
2: Um, we had a list. So we had, uh, juice and Joey, Mm -hmm. and then we had wild west. Mm -hmm. So we had Zane and Dave Starr, and, uh, uh, Jordan, what's his name? Uh, DC. That's right. DC. DC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I never picked up the Wild West names. They were were a great team. It was a great feud. And and it was, uh, you were kind of the, um, I I think back to the, uh, the TLC and Lita running in role a little bit in that, um, uh, as far as that goes. I I think you might take a bigger bump than she did. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, awesome. Awesome. Uh, So, so, uh, you know, what, you know, again, we talked a little bit about, you know, dealing with, you know, uh, kind of the state of women's wrestling and, and, and kind of find a spot like that. What, you know, tell me what, what you think is the best thing about, you know, doing the indie wrestling and, and kind of your position now. You've been doing this for how many years?
2: Well, I was training from 2009 till 2010.
0: So, okay. so, so you're, you're four years in it. So, yeah, about three uh, Actually, actually wrestling. So, um, so like, what have you seen so far that kind of says, what the hell am I doing in Randy Wrestling? (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, I know those are out there.
2: (laughs) Um, You know, for me, I've been really fortunate um, thus far. You know, there's definitely pros and cons, I guess, in everyone's opinion. Um, The pros would be that I've, I've got to meet and talk to, on a personal level, people that, you know, I've could only dream to talk to, you know, people like Mm -hmm. Bret Hart, um, Greg, the hammer Valentine. I've had good conversations with them. And, but I mean, Gail Kim, you know, these people, um, Kurt Angle, you know, if it weren't for me being an independent wrestler, I'm not sure I would have had some of the opportunities that I had to talk to these people, you know, that have helped give me advice and kind of coach me along the way. Um, and also meet, you know, friends too. Um, but as far as, you know, the cons, um, you know, the only thing that's kind of hard as a female wrestler is just, I would say, probably, you know, the location is everything. You know, it's, I do a lot of wrestling in Pittsburgh and, and West Virginia and Ohio area, and it's, you know, there's a particular pool of female talent in that area. And so, you know, it's either you need to travel, which can cost a lot of money, or, you know, they need to bring in talent from out of the area, which can also cost a lot of money. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't fit into the game plan. Um, but, you know, through throughout my experience, I've been able to meet a lot of great people. And now with Steph going to Canada, you know, you never know what doors could open up for you. So. Mm-hmm
0: i uh, didn't catch is she going up there working with anything in particular I, I never heard the story on that
2: yeah she got engaged chris cruz um nice. who is also a worker and she'll be living up there so as far as i know she's moving up within the next week
0: mm. and i know there's a lot of good promotions up there because i know uh, uh we Cherry were doing Bond. the thing with jimmy Corderis and he works with something around toronto i, I believe okay so mm. um so probably, yeah I'm sure she'll do real, real great up there yeah so and, yeah. and wrestling's a different wrestling's actually a sport <laughs> up there kind of right so. yeah
2: yeah I know a couple females up there so hopefully I'll be going up there soon
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: what you got you got a question there Raymond well uh, well I actually do have a question uh so I. And you can say this for, I probably ask this to a lot of indie wrestlers, but also I think even for women, it's, you can even have more options in a sense. Um, sort of, I guess what, what do you consider at least at this point in your career, like sort of your end goal? Like, do, do you have WWE in mind or TNA, like as being sort of your end goal? Or do you, do you have any, even like a large indie company in particular, like, like, do you have any like sort of preset goals as to where you want to take your career in a sense? Um,
2: You know, that's a great question, and I really appreciate you asking that because, you know, Throughout your time in wrestling, you'll have those people that say, you know, oh well, you'll never make it. So, you know, if that's mm-hmm. your goal, then just give up now. And then, you know, I've seen firsthand people that eat, sleep, and breathe wrestling and and what they make happen. So, I know that all things are possible with hard work and determination. And absolutely, mm-hmm. um, one hundred percent, yes, my goal is to make it to WWE without a doubt. Um, and you know that was that was the goal since I was four years old watching wrestling. So that's what mm-hmm. made me fall in love with the business, and that's what continues. You know my love for the business. So yeah, that's where I want to be. Awesome.
1: Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of a lot of uh, up and coming independent talent in like NXT and the developmental. So I, it, it's definitely
0: a possibility, I would say. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Kind Of related to that, and speaking of the developmental, and I know you mentioned on it briefly, uh, but wheels, you, you know, wheels, yeah. <laughs> we know from the RWA shows. Uh, our sound guy over there, uh, he asked, uh, what's your thoughts? And I don't know if you've seen it yet, uh, between the uh, uh, Emma and the other ladies on NXT, especially if you have seen the, the NXT arrival match, uh, that tremendous match they had last week.
2: Yes, that that was an amazing match. It was Paige and that was Emma. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know I, I knew Paige's name before she went to NXT. You know, she has a family built around wrestling. Um, and yeah, that match was amazing. And it's so great um, to see matches like that happen because you know, you're really able to see the talent that these girls offer, you know, mm-hmm. and you're able to see the fans get into it too. And you know, that makes you realize they want to see those kinds of matches.
0: And I think that's very important because I know there, there's a, you know, somebody I know is very, um, very down on women's wrestling. And a lot of people are, uh, unfortunately. Um, but uh, and unfortunately, it, it's also like looking at like we're used to Monday Night Raw had HLA and yeah. Evening Gal matches. And now we get to relive those on WWE Network, as some of us have been. Um, so now you get to that kind of match and say, OK, that's. That's women wrestling. It can happen. It can happen in the WWE. Oh, my God. You know, Um, and and that kind of I think that opens up doors, hopefully opens up doors for everybody to see that on that kind of level, I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, for a long time, you know female wrestlers were about being eye candy but there were still those women that were talented like Lita as you mentioned Victoria you know those women really helped pave the way to break through you know the the other women including myself in the business and give them the opportunity to not just be eye candy but to be you know a a showcase of talent and Mm -hmm. you know so I respect that.
0: It's, it's come a long way since quote wrestling. <laughs> I actually just watched. I, I, I don't know if anybody else has this on Netflix. I just watched the documentary, actually. Um, kind of, you know, thinking forward to this, and and uh, yeah, and I and I didn't realize Ivory was part of that too, who was in <laughs> WWE later. So I'm like, I know this girl. I was like, and I looked up her name. I was like, Oh, it's Ivory. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah it's definitely kind of changed uh is it isn't it kind of funny because it kind of went from pure sport like peppa Mula, may young back in the day to comedy and now it's kind of getting back to yeah you know they can go just as much as the other guys um what do you think of and i know we we discussed this at length on the mayhem show um uh, last year with national pro wrestling day was i think the first kind of broad Exposure to this kind of thing. I don't know if you've been involved in this, but um, the kind of more intergender match concept That's that's been going around. Have you been involved in anything? I mean other than I I guess you've been in at least like a uh, six-man Situation right?
2: Yeah, I've never had a match one-on-one with a male But you know what I trained with males Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. when when you train with males You learn how to work with males and actually surprisingly There's a lot of stuff that I haven't done in the ring that I did during training But I wasn't able to do it in the ring so far with women. So, I mean, as far as me being opposed to it, no. I mean, I would wrestle. I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. yeah i i i don't have an issue with that at all
0: it, it feels touchy because i know one thing one one thing we watched if you remember him was the one where darcy dixon i think was involved and it felt like because they had like large guys in there the, <laughs> the uh the guy that was uh, used to be egotistico Fantastico i can't remember what his, his more recent name. Is. uh robert anthony i believe yeah yeah and i remember one yeah. of them was like signed a tna or something like that and and, and it feels like it needs to be kind of booked Appropriately, you know, because yeah. it really felt like they just kind of laid the smack down on the two girls and just walked away <laughs> uh, Which really just kind of left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths as yeah. far as that Then we talked to Darcy about it, too And I think you, I don't, can't remember if you've worked with her there in RWA or anything Um So, I mean, I don't know if you have any opinion on, on that kind of situation and how that needs to be kind of I guess addressed
2: um <laughs> I mean, I'm not a booker, but I would not book a squash match. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I would would probably put the girl over just saying. Mm.
0: Yeah, exactly. But you
2: know what? You can learn a lot, you know, whether it be from other women or men. It doesn't matter really the sex. I mean, I have learned a lot from both. Um, Anyone that has been in the business for a while has really helped me. You know, tell me what you do wrong, what you do good, you know, work on this, you know. So, yeah. You, that's how you learn.
0: Tell me on tell me about this mark on that phrase that you're having on your lately. <laughs> what, what's what's the deal there?
2: Well, you know I've had a lot of critics, I guess I could say, you know, um, there will always be those fans that would rather see you as eye candy, and I'm just not going to give that to them. So it kind of mm. was more like a tongue-in-cheek thing, like, look, this is what I have to offer, and if you don't like it, you can mark on that. And if you do like it, mark on it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just something I kind of came up with, and it just kind of put on the back of a t- T-shirt, and that's the story.
0: Nice. <laughs> awesome. Awesome um excellent and now and uh of course you're on facebook you're on Twitters, you're on all that kind of stuff i've actually seen you on instagram too yes like i, I like it when people take on something like that it's outside the norm are um, you getting a lot of response on there? Are you getting a lot of reaction?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've had a strong following for a couple of years now. And as I get out and work in new places, you know, people get to know me and then they start following my career. And, you know, that, that helps, you know, um, of course. I mean, it's a lot of work, though, the social media thing. I mean, I do have a full-time job and I try to get booked when I can. And it's like an, another part-time job. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. It's it,
0: worth it. it. It helps to have a home base, you know, especially... Absolutely. do have somebody because i remember like you know back in the day god i guess is when facebook or myspace was starting like like there wasn't really anywhere to follow like like i remember when we used to go to shows in like oh seven like you'd run into maybe a chris hero or something like Mm -hmm. oh you can follow follow the stuff online but there wasn't a you know anybody local they didn't have a chance for me to kind of see what else they were doing i think that's a lot that's really changed now on everybody Mm -hmm. of every level
2: yeah Yeah, it definitely really helps because then people will be like, oh, well, I saw her YouTube video, you know, I saw her match or whatever. And mm-hmm. so it helps word get around faster. That's,
0: that's, I think the YouTube videos are, are killing it for a lot of things because I know a lot of requests I get are, hey, can I get that match? you know, the, the send booker or WWE or something, you know? Um, and I think that really does kind of make a difference.
2: Yeah. Um, I have a lot of videos on YouTube. Um, and a lot of my fans haven't seen a lot of my matches that, you know, I have, I do have a lot of fans that aren't from the area that have just got to know mm me, you know, online in any way. So they haven't seen my matches on YouTube because, um, some of the matches you just have to buy the DVDs for. So (laughs) don't forget it. (laughs) <laughs> get rwa's website get sorg's website make it happen i did say
0: i i, I realized because i've been going through it because a lot of people haven't seen a lot of rwa because there's not a lot on youtube um and i and i realized like, there's no female matches out there like i'm throwing like okay. old like jason gory g raver matches out there like we can we need to update this a little bit because especially since this that to my knowledge is the only place where this women's wrestling is happening is rwa
2: can i recommend a match
0: uh, sure
2: RWA, yeah, Serafini, Darcy Dixon versus Sassy Steph and Riley Rage.
0: Okay, yeah, okay, I remember that.
2: I think it was a pretty good match.
0: Yeah, that was yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and the crowd, the crowd definitely, I think, gets into it there, RWA too, you know.
2: Oh yeah, the RWA crowd is awesome. I mean, they—they're behind everything. I mean, they'll boo you when you should be booed, and they'll cheer you when you should be cheered. So they're great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sometimes more so than others. Uh, that kind of rolls into <laughs> Amen. If you want to kind of roll that into our discussion, we we were talking about yeah. crowd reaction. Of course, the hijack RAW just happened last night in Chicago. That was awesome,
2: wasn't it? That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was awesome. It we, gave me chills.
0: What we got out of that was was pretty nice, though. <laughs> so, um, I don't know,
2: Stephanie. And uh Stefan um Treboid handled it like champs. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well you got all they controlled of, them. You gotta remember these are people and, and going back watching the first episode of SmackDown, stuff like that from like uh, Attitude Era, like this was nothing compared to what they used to have to deal with. Like you know our, yeah. uh, one friend from Johnstown on the last show was saying it's like I don't know how many matches I watched, pay per views where they threw trash at the ring. You know, that doesn't happen anymore. That really doesn't. They've cracked down or the the crowd just isn't that rowdy or or, or something like has changed as far as that goes but i i know and you know kind of a part of that is and, and i see this sometimes in indies like like you know especially some of the rwa stuff like the ryan Edmond stuff has been pretty insane um just the the crowd's becoming just rabid you know mm. like that you remember seeing it with stone Cold, you remember seeing it at the rock you remember seeing it with, like all that stuff back in the day and i feel like the daniel bryan thing is really bringing that back again and maybe cm punk and this fervor that's happened um and, and Eamon, I know you had some thoughts on that too and wanted to get into it. Yeah, because I think...
1: The uh, and and I know you brought up on the actual Wrestling Mayhem show of how it's feeling almost... In a, it's taking a lot of plays, I guess, from the indie playbook, I guess you could say, um, based off of what's been happening. But I think... Because I think one of the basic appeals to indie wrestling as opposed to some of the mainstream stuff is obviously the more intimate feeling and the fact that I think fans are able to get a lot closer in a sense mm-hmm. um, both in just in physical sense, but also in like a connection sense. Um, so I, you, it's, you see a lot of rapidness and, and I, I know you've talked about RWA. It's very much a, um, are uh, a, a vocal crowd, but in a sense of what's happening sort of in the ring and stuff like that. And I've, and I've been to wrestling shows and I've, and I've, and I've seen people that have, that have, you know, uh, you get your hecklers and you get your, you know, it, it with as with any you know I guess sort of event or, or I compare it a lot to like comedy shows where you know you have a good deal of hecklers and it's all in how you handle it, and, um, but you get that a lot of indie wrestling shows. I know um, I've I've seen it many of times. I've seen uh, people that have driven like farther than some of the wrestlers have that are booked on the shows uh, just to heckle uh, certain people, which is fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird i think it's a weird thing with indie wrestling it's um it's and in the way almost those indie wrestlers in a sense have to handle it like the fact that you are so open and and so you know close to these people who you know are you know are fans in a sense sort of how do you how, how do you balance that in a sense
2: yeah i know what you mean i i had a show uh in ohio um which uh, I had some fans kind of like trying to get involved in my match. And I was kind of thrown off by that, that as first time I had to experience that. But, you know, you just maintain your professionalism. But I've had friends in the business tell me, you know, that they've had to be escorted out, whether it be by workers or, you know, the security, whatever, going out back doors. I mean, it can get pretty, pretty violent. Mm. But, you uh, You know, and I think there's another side of it, too. I mean, of course, the fans want their voices heard. But I think that a part of it is they enjoy being a part of the show and being that big of, you know, a part of it. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. Edge said it best uh, himself on Chris Jericho's podcast recently is that, you know, they cheer Daniel Bryan. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they want to see him beat Randy Orton and be the face of WWE. They like being a part of the Ash Chance, you know. So I definitely Mm -hmm. think there's two sides of it.
0: I mean, well, yeah. you, didn't we kind of see that i think a good example of that is the look at the case with um uh, zach Ryder. how everybody got behind him the social media i mean he was super smart i give him so much credit for what he did and he's the first one to really take on social media as far as that goes um but then as soon as he got the title i was like well cool he got to the that's thing
2: yep. we're done we got our fix that's we checked it.
0: out you He's know. next. And what's he doing? He's getting uh, thrown off of entrance by Kane and, uh, you know, whatever else, you know. And, 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 what- and
1: you see that also with like even like the developmental stuff. I think guys that have come from the independents sort of get more of a backing to start with mm-hmm. as opposed to, say, you know, the guys that have come up through the – I'm, I'm trying to think. Of, like maybe like like a Tyler Breeze, for example, who yeah. is, is Mike Dalton and never like really did a big run on the indies. Uh, he's you know sammy callahan has already got as much buzz as he has and mm-hmm. he hasn't really even appeared on NXT.
0: yeah or anybody like us uh, sammy Zayn, or 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 you know cesaro yeah cesaro mm-hmm. is like i mean well i think zane's a good example because everybody does the Olay thing and that is no, no part of his character i know whatsoever yeah, and, and like you gotta think anybody anybody watching that like doesn't know in- independence is like
2: what is I this don't a soccer, soccer it, but chance or fun,
0: but it's I don't know what this has to relate to him. is it because the happy wears I don't get this
2: nothing yeah. they do will change that <laughs> no,
0: no 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 absolutely not no. Uh, it, we, we kind of talked about that kind of infection of indie. Chanting type themes, making it now to Raw with uh, how like Daniel Bryan every time he runs for a kick and the crowd's going whoa and they're building up to it. Like it felt like like enough indie people came that remembered that and now all the normal people's all the norms, you know, all 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 the fans, all the normal fans are now kind of like oh this is kind of fun. Next this guy's doing it, you know, just kind of smattering. I'll do it too and the kids are doing it and now everybody's doing it and now everybody hears on Monday Night Raw and now everybody's gonna. do it and it's just it's it's just it's almost magical how that has expanded from like 300 seat you know bingo halls to monday night raw every week and And even like stuff like that i would even consider like at least from what i can tell on
1: wwe tv there's even been like a lessening of the what chance which is i think a wwe thing yes like it was a composed thing you don't see that really ever on the indies um I've, I've never i'm not to my knowledge that
0: happens like we're talking about the watch channel in general
1: yeah i've never that really definitely seen that happen
0: happens though. at rwa yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like there's like, like but i think i think we're also talking about i always say with rwa rwa is not an indie crowd very much rwa is a crowd i feel that watches monday night on raw or doesn't watch and used to watch back in the day when what was a thing and they're watching now because this is in their backyard. Although I, I understand like a few people do drive in a pretty good distance too. Yes. Um but like that feels like that is that crowd that that's maybe, you know, in, in that kind of era of things.
2: Yeah, that is that crowd. And the great thing about them, though, is that having a crowd like that, they don't want to see the same thing. So I find myself constantly trying to change what I do, trying mm-hmm. to add new moves and stuff uh, because, you know, they've already seen it and they know, they remember that, you know, mm-hmm. and you get a lot of the same people, you know, night after night.
0: Plus, mm-hmm. it, especially some like the RWA, you guys are there. Monthly, yes. you know, it's it, it's it's RWA night of the month, you know. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> I think I think there is like, and I think that lends to especially that organization's, and not and not everybody can do this. I mean, I, IWC, IWC was running court time monthly and and you saw everything wane and now they kind of you know eased in and started spreading out a little bit and they needed to for what they were doing i thought um but rwa i'm just seeing them get bigger and bigger there was a standing room only last show that's, yes that's crazy i mean not that i mean that was like i think i don't know what the final number was but i know on the dvd it said 230 people but i mean that's still getting bigger and bigger and they're gonna grow that gym at that at that rate
2: Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing about RWA is they don't have to bring in, not that this is a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but they don't have to bring in legends to get, you know, people to come to their shows because they know Mm -hmm. every month, same spot, you know, they're going to be there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, another thing that is great about RWA is they do have those storylines and they build upon it and they build upon it and the fans get behind it.
1: It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I I don't know if I spoke on this on the show before, or just in private. I think that whole like building stories is really big um, to building your crowd and build and making sure they're you know and, and getting even like a hot crowd reaction for one night is mm-hmm. based off of I think of you know building a story and getting people invested. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, and it's it's been it's been an interesting debate for me, especially since like starting with Inspire for me like coming from a fan into doing this. Like, I, I was very trepidatious of in the beginning. Like, I I, I, and I, still am today. Like, I always have fear about, like, being in locker rooms and, like, how people sort of perceive me that people know. And luckily, I've never had any problems. Like, everyone's super nice and receptive to me. Um, but I always have that fear of, like, oh, they knew me when I was a fan in the crowd, like, cheering for whoever and now I'm working for them, which is, you know. But I think that happens
0: a lot, though. Like, that, like especially, like,
1: like, and, and the thing I was told from the beginning is that everyone – and it's I it's, – I don't like to use the phrase a lot of the time, but everyone's a mark. Yeah. But, but it's in a sense of everyone is a fan. Everyone, yeah. especially in the indies, got into wrestling for a reason because yeah. they watched it and loved it and thought they could do it or, or whatever. So
0: everyone came into that position at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So, that, that, that's sort of the advice that, and I, and I can't giving. remember how. I don't know even know how many times, how many people we talked about talked to on the Mayhem show, or, or we talked to Joe DeBrosky at the beginning of this show, and about how he was a guy that was sitting there, and they said, you know, I think he helped with one of the shows in his school or something like that. Yeah. And then they said, hey kid, can you help with the website or something like that. Um, I, how when we talked to, I think Larry Sweeney, like it, like I remember talking to him the night he won the Super indie. Uh, belt uh, it was in uh, McKeesport and 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 he was just like you know you know I might I came here years ago in Monroeville you know and watched that super indie and now here I am
2: yeah. you know mm-hmm. I
0: mean that's happened for a lot of people they were fans in the yeah. audience
2: Larry Sweeney was an amazing guy too actually mm-hmm. the first ever indie promotion I went to it was right before I had tried out but anyway hey, he was the first person to approach me and just you know give me advice on on the business and mm-hmm. things to watch out for and you know He didn't know me, you know. He, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. why would he come up to me? He was a good guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was always really nice to us. He had a lot of fun with us on the podcast and stuff. And it's just like, you know, who are we? You know, yeah, (laughs) you know, especially back then. Oh, my God, who were we? Um, you could tell he
2: loved the business,
0: (laughs) exactly. He did, and he always had great discussions with him at the shows, you know, at at the booths and everything. Like, he he was really, really good for it. Um, so and, and it's a shame what happened. Um, but you know
2: but it's a great thing when you can uh you know sit there and share your passion with other people and like you said we all are fans you know so
0: mhm mm-hmm. yeah um, but I think it kind of led into what um, Aim and I were, you know, discussing. It was like, what about that point where, you know, unfortunately, I think fans kind of go too far. You know, I, I often worry about what we one instant we were talking about before the show. Uh, I think we, we were all you guys were all there for that, right? Uh, a yes. clear field show where there's no guardrails. They didn't run them back then with the IWC. And I think it was a uh, title match with uh, D- Joe Joe DeMarco and or, Jimmy Demarco, sorry, and uh, and J Rock no shane shane was the enforcer okay. on that one okay uh but he didn't help the situation <laughs> i remember i thought he was gonna kill an old guy i was just saying.
1: i i know shane and if, if shane couldn't handle it and yeah then. exactly
0: shane will <laughs> shane will not back down from anybody um but i remember specifically j-rock you know they were out in the crowd getting pretty crazy and uh jay went j-rock went to grab a chair and the lady said pulled it back And he turns around, goes back to you know being on DeMarco or something like that, and the lady hauls off and strangely gingerly hits them in the back <laughs> <laughs> whoops it whoops and then the yeah. next and unfortunately for the ring crew the next the next step the next show we're up there there is some gargoyles. So <laughs>
2: yes yeah. guardrails are a good thing i don't know i mean i i hear these people talk about these stories you know where maybe a fan got involved and then they decided they were gonna you know show that you know that's not a good thing to do and i think hmm. about like lawsuits and stuff i mean i i yeah I, that's yeah
0: yeah for sure i don't want to
2: cross that line and there's
0: a lot of people i mean we know we've heard stories from the gambinos you know i was seen witness some stuff uh with the gambinos um but but i think that's part of you know that's kind of like an unspoken world. It's like you know People are going to get involved. They cross that line. You cross it back. You know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, but it, I mean, the primers has insurance precisely for those kinds of reasons. You know, it is a very physical, at least looking and perceived thing, and people can get a little too into, it, especially when alcohol is involved.
1: Sometimes oh, when yeah. alcohol is
0: involved, it's usually no guardrails mixed with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good idea. I'm really, ha- I'm really. I, I've
1: been to, I've been to indie shows held in a in a popular music sports bars are not sports bars, but like bars. Uh, and yeah, things can get crazy. Uh, a lot of times it's never like being physical with the wrestlers. It's, it's usually people getting too far and too close, like mm-hmm. too close, like in the ring, too close. Um,
0: but yeah, sucks. I'll give you I'll give you a two close. Uh, there was a baseball brawl where they had the match in the the matches in the middle of a baseball. Oh, I think field. I've heard this story. You, yeah. I told this one on the other show where a guy there, but I think there was a bar right next to it over there in Ellsworth, and the guy just like apparently was watching, walked in, and this guy was a big guy, like he was as big as a or something. It was a tag match, I think, between the Gambinos and sexual harassment. <laughs> And he just walks up and steps up on the apron. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember like like Eric actually looking like who are you? And they eventually yelled at him and he, and he got off. You know. And-
1: <laughs> there's a there's a show. Um, I it's I, it's somewhere online like a fan cam thing. It's a, it wasn't a show I was at, but uh, there's a big like title match is the main event and. They do a thing where the ref gets knocked out and, you know, he hits the guy with the belt. The heel hits the guy with the belt and basically is supposed to get the win as the ref starts counting. And it's in like uh, Seguin, Texas, I think, which is very much southern Texas, like small town, like that kind of crowd. Um, And there's a dude that just comes up and grabs the referee's hand so he won't make the count. Oh, my God. And it's... <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> and, and I've worried about that. Like, RWA in particular, I don't know how many times i worried about that. Or when they know? come
2: up to the ring and they're pounding on the ring. Well, that's a pain in the ass
0: for us on production. Because then Chachi can't go anywhere because they're all standing on his court. You know? And yeah. we're trying to get over to the announcers to do the clothes. Yeah. I mean, it's a really cool effect. We got a, I got a really cool sound flight of everybody chanting uh, uh, RWA and pounding for, like, the intro and everything. But it, it's like... Sometimes they do it before they're supposed to, and there's more stuff Mm -hmm. that's supposed to happen. Because I I remember there's some months where they'll come up, and and they'll they'll surround the ring and just start pounding on the mat. Mm -hmm. It's a really cool feeling in the building. But sometimes there's a run-in that still needs to happen from the back. And and there's always people in their way. Uh, I remember one of my first shows at RWA was... Um, and it wasn't even anything like that. Everybody was mostly in their seats, but it was like, you know, big clusterfuck at the end, you know, uh, this faction's running in, all the good guys are doing this. And and somehow, um, and I can't remember the one one girl that used to be there, uh, Redhead Curly, I wonder if her name was like Roxy or something, uh, was coming around the corner and apparently got punched in the face by one of the fans Oh i mean she was a heel so like i think that's what you know that what led to that and i remember like gory coming over and looking at the footage like you know what the fuck happened and all this stuff and like you know trying to figure that out that's scary i mean it is but you know you gotta think you're like you're you're not very far from those fans especially in a small gymnasium like that and you have a, a giant thing happen with like you know, 10, 12 people and they're all running around a ring, you know, chasing each other, you know, stuff can happen like that. And, that, and that's the, that's the stuff I kind of worry about it with, uh, with shows like that. But, uh, but for the most part, I think they've handled it pretty well. There. yeah so
2: yeah i mean you know there i feel a lot of the time for me i mean even if i'm healed there's a mutual respect there you know mm-hmm. and i just mm-hmm. want them to know like look you know okay this is who um i'm I'm being tonight but this is still my job you know yeah, yeah. i'm still a professional yeah. right. and there is a barrier here so and they'll
0: get in your face back and they, 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 they yeah. will they will they will definitely with you lately they, they've been getting a little more in your face you yes. not as much as some of the other guys but um uh, sometimes
2: least, that's how they get over his heels is mm-hmm. to you know Give it right back to them. The
0: the, be, the best thing is, again, I mentioned Ryan Edmonds. And I remember he would get involved with these people on Facebook <laughs> and everything. And that just even more built into yes. where they showed up to get in his face. Yes. To the point where they had a segment where they would... I think they did a drawing to get fans to come in. And they gave them like 30 seconds to tell them a piece of their mind on, on the mic. <laughs> and it was but it was like the greatest like interaction point i think i've ever seen with them it was like this this whole like year or two they've been running with him um until you know finally a retirement match and whatever they're doing with them now this new thing that came up um it was just kind of like a magical point of anger (laughs) <laughs> with those guys. Yeah. Um, but yet, so scared something might actually happen. Um, especially the um, the one time when he was uh, wrestling his girlfriend. And, and you just felt like somebody is going to run in if there's not a good guy save any second now. And I feel like it was so close.
2: Hmm. <laughs> yes. He's given RWA some great memories. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... Um, awesome. Um, so I don't know if, Eamon, if you had any more you want to discuss on that point.
1: No, that was awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a, a it's a conversation, I think, that's very unique with indie wrestling. So uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we could definitely have it. Um, I guess we can talk about some indies that are coming up this weekend. Yes. Uh, can uh, I
0: mention, I, I, this isn't in there, but I saw, I, I didn't realize you were on this card, too. Well, you had a mention... Oh, I'm sorry. I can't remember who passed along to me. Uh, Damn it. Uh, But I did see (laughs) it on your flyer. Uh, Five Star Wrestling is actually have a benefit. I usually, I try not to promote, because, I mean, you know, we are, you know, the Texas Connection. We're all over the place. (laughs) Uh, So it's hard to promote people that don't have regular DVDs. Uh, But this is a pretty good cause, so I definitely want to make mention Uh, For this show coming up on March 29th, a night for Kaylee. So it looks like it is is a benefit show. Looks like it's going to have, is that, oh, Sunny is going to be actually there. So awesome. um, if you want to check that out, they have a website. Do you know? Um,
2: I think they do, but the good thing about uh, Five Star is even though they don't sell the DVDs, they allow the workers to videotape they the do. matches, okay. and, and mine will be on YouTube. Okay,
0: so, so fswwrestling.com if you want to check out information on that or any other information to help out. And this is uh, you know, a night for Kaylee, a benefit for uh, 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 Shriners Hospitals for Children, um, and that's over in uh, Cranberry Cranberry, yeah, Cranberry Township. March so if you want 29th. to. Check. A lot of friends of the show a lot of familiar faces from uh uh, looks like rwa iwc that you know we we talk about on the show and everything do i see big bully busik on that poster yes
2: that's amazing (laughs) he was at the last uh five star show too
0: he's from just a he's from down in Wheaterton, isn't he right across the border
2: i don't know that is he i think so okay i think he is actually because that's where the show was Mm. and yeah there that was so
0: Awesome. So there's some stuff there uh, north of Pittsburgh if you want to check that out uh, or find all the information or even if you want to go, uh, you know, donate or anything like that. It's for a good cause. Uh, Yeah, it's a great cause. And I always love seeing, you know, stuff like this. Actually, you're probably going to be in some fashion involved with the Salute to Troops coming up with RWA. Yes. Another, you know, really good tribute military thing they're doing down at Cal U. And I don't know if you have any more information on that than I do that you can share on that
2: yeah everything you need to know is on facebook <laughs> i'm pretty excited about it though i have to say i mean my father mm-hmm. gave his life for the military and so that it, it touches home for me so mm-hmm. it's not the right. first military tribute show i've done but you know i'm very excited to be a part of it
0: yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun coming up in april of course uh amen i'll let you get to your list now
2: <laughs> yes, there,
1: besides the benefit shows, which are awesome, uh, I, I, if there's ever a benefit show anywhere in your area, go to it because it supports yeah. more people than just you know the independent wrestlers. Um, there are a couple Texas indies I wanted to talk about. Uh, I can't personally go to these shows, but these are shows I'm very excited about, and I think if you are in the area, you should check out. The first is for. Uh, this weekend, they're both on Saturday, March eighth. For uh, this, the first one's for Reality of Wrestling, which, if you don't know, is the Federation of uh, Booker T, and Booker T's wrestling school uh, is sort of based uh, in this federation in Houston, Texas. Uh, they're going to be holding a good event. They actually do a lot of all their shows are for. Uh, they have a uh, television syndication in Houston, uh, which is very cool. Um, and the big name for that event, uh, Awesome Kong, will be there uh, competing. Uh, and and reality of wrestling, from what I've seen, they have a lot of good production stuff. Uh, uh, not only are they on TV, but they put all their uh, shows on YouTube as well. It's great production, um, and all of their guys, uh, their homegrown like uh, talent from Booker T's training school is actually are they're all actually very talented um, and good-looking guys. Like I said, really good production, so it comes off as as a bigger show. It's a show that can really like I think capture you. Uh, And they're doing some really cool stuff. So that's uh, Saturday, March 8th in Houston, Texas. Uh, If you want more information, you can go to realityofwrestling.com and go check them out. So it looks like it should be a very fun show. Uh, But if you're not in Houston and are in the uh, Dallas, Texas area, uh, more specifically Bedford, Texas, uh, go to um, Metroplex Wrestling, uh, which you can go at facebook.com. Uh Oh um, slash MPX wrestling Uh, a good group of guys over there a lot of the guys on those shows I've actually worked on inspire pro um, Which uh, those are really good guys. Uh, The main event is gonna be really really awesome I think Uh, feature it's a three-way match featuring a Matthew Palmer uh, Gregory James and Paul London uh, Which all three of those guys are mega talented Mm-hmm. um so i i encourage you to check them out they've got a lot they've got a lot of good roster and like i said i've, I've actually got the privilege to work with a lot of them in inspire and they're all really awesome guys. not just awesome people but really talented wrestlers
0: and i gotta say uh, paul london seen him on uh, recent shows here with iwc and prime wrestling uh like back in october and uh, the guy has not lost a step and really cool guy mm-hmm. um so yeah definitely go check that out uh you definitely won't be disappointed with uh, seeing him out there Awesome. Yeah. So that's, uh, facebook.com slash
1: MPX wrestling, uh, where you can get more information for that. And last thing I want to talk about, uh, is a group, not in Texas, uh, but if you're in the mid South area, uh, you can go to, uh, IWA mid South is having an event this weekend for Sunday, bloody Sunday, uh, this Sunday, March 9th. Uh, it looks like a really good card. Uh, Michael Elgin's on the card, uh, uh, main event, I uh, Chris Hero against Reed Bentley, who's one of the up-and-coming Midwest guys, uh, in a tap-out or knockout match, which should be really fun. Hell uh, of Ring of Honor fame, uh, Drake Younger, recent signee to WWE, uh, so that would be very cool. Uh, there's even an intergender stretcher match, which I think that could be very interesting. Uh, even uh, and there's also a six-man tag featuring friend of the show Gary J uh, uh, going up against guys like uh, Homicide of TNA fame and the Necro Butcher. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff on that card, uh, and that's in Clarksville, Indiana uh, this uh, Sunday, uh, March 9th at the Jammer's Roller uh, uh which is apparently is a roller derby rink. So um, that's a very interesting venue for an indie wrestling show.
0: So. Which is kind of like pro wrestling on skates. Um, yeah. That's if you ever get a chance to get some, check out some roller derby. There's some, some, in, some in Pittsburgh here. I actually want to go back. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, can you imagine taking all the Mayhammers down to roller derby? Oh, boy. I, 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 there's, I believe, some roller derby group up in Austin that I've heard about. There and, are and roller love... derby groups anywhere you can imagine. Yes. you're surprised where they can pop up. Like, there's more wor- roller derby groups probably than indie wrestling feds. Um, yeah, and that's a big thing to say for Pittsburgh because there's too many feds in Pittsburgh. <laughs>
1: that's uh, a big thing to say for Texas. Sork. Yeah, <laughs> there's way the too many it. feds in Texas. But, um, but no. Uh, go support them and you can – I believe you can go to Facebook.com slash IWA Mid-South to uh, get more information on that. Awesome. Um, those are the big indies that are happening this weekend. But if there's any indie show in your area, we encourage you to go check it out and go support them because they're uh, – you know that's, you get to support your local talent, get to see some new guys. It's, it's always fun to go to indie wrestling shows.
0: You never know what you're going to come across.
1: Nope. Um, and I guess we can also finish off uh, the show with the challenge that we had last week. Our indie mayhem challenge, uh, where basically we pick an indie wrestler, Uh, we compose a playlist you can find on YouTube.com/slash Wrestling Mayhem show, and basically you give us your thoughts uh, and sort of expose yourself to more uh, indie wrestlers. This week's was one I was very excited about mm-hmm. to get to see a bit more of. Uh, normally, it's it's me finding an indie wrestler that Sorg doesn't know about. Uh, but luckily, <laughs> this is someone from Sorg's
0: Neck of the Woods. In this case, uh, it's something that I probably filmed most of this playlist. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dalton Castle, the party peacock. Um, yeah, I actually just saw him against Bobby Fish here uh, Saturday night at Combat in Clearfield. And taking on Luke Gallows the week before, actually. Actually, hey, there's me with the camera. Um <laughs> Um big fan
1: this is just a cheap plug to get Sorg on the on the on
0: the the, uh, the challenge for this week. Yeah, completely. <laughs> no, you have some other stuff here actually that I don't know. Um but no, Dalton, we've had him on the Mayhem show before and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and actually is there you you've worked uh, with, with Dalton around too. Yes. So
2: he is extremely talented and hilarious. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Dalton's work from the stuff I've
1: seen online. Uh, he he's very he's because uh, comedy wrestling I think is a big appeal, but also he's just very confident in all of his promos yes. and 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 he has a, a
0: speaking ability that I think is is very unique. Well, he's also a DJ. Which
1: which, New maybe York. that's where it that
0: comes from. <laughs> so I think that helps. So, um, but yeah, no, he's, because uh, uh, the biggest thing with me that stuck out for him was that he was doing this uh, uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Tights <laughs> show, <laughs> or he actually, he was doing like kind of the cool Cabana thing. I don't know if it was before, or during, or, or whatever, uh, but he was interviewing people, you know, along and he's like, hey, here's me wrestling. And they posted on the radio site. So it was like great exposure for like, hey, I, mean, I don't know how he played it up on the air or anything, um, but he was very open. Like I'm a DJ, I'm a wrestler, and you know this is a thing. And I know only oh, thing weird with him. This is this is my only drawback with him. I saw him on Ring of Honor one time, and mm. he almost acted like a caveman, and it really <laughs> threw me. Like like sometimes he gets that you know where he's like kind of like you know got that like you know, I can't. It's, that, it looks like a caveman. Brooding yeah i'm not brooding he's just like looks like he's not going to speak english sometimes um <laughs> and i see him do it in the matches and it just brings me back to that one because i mean it was like a weird squash match so he didn't get to do anything else um but a uh, but great match here actually you have posted i don't, what show is this from um with him and sammy callahan who we were just talking about before is now uh solomon Crow on nxt uh that you're probably going to see here very very soon um He's got an, uh, I think, an amateur wrestling background, and you see that he's, he's, mm-hmm. you know, much like we like with, I think, Ray Rowe.
1: It's a very a different style than what you expect when you look at him.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of suplexes, um, mm-hmm. a lot of kind of deadlift suplexes, like, like his latest finisher has been like a, a, a deadlift into, like a fisherman's like, pin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love really these impressive. deadlifts
1: if you, if you know my wrestling love deadlift people that can deadlift people <laughs> is one of them. That's why he uh, loves
0: his Mike Elgin. Uh, yeah, I, I, love
1: Michael Elgin. I love my Mike Elgin. I love Mike's Antonio Cesaro. I, I, I
0: just love it all. So Sarah, you need to add a deadlift, uh, deadlift. suplex. <laughs> it was I'll, good
2: get, fan. I'll start working on it.
0: Okay. <laughs> start, start deadlift and sassy stuff. That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> but no i uh dalton's great i i encourage anyone that hasn't gotten the pre- the pleasure of seeing him to go check him out um maybe as we mentioned before even order a D- dvd from shortramedia.com <laughs> or, um, so, yeah,
0: or anywhere else like uh are these matt else. tavern matches that I'm, I'm i'm eyeing up here now um that looks like it's probably uh is that aiw i'm looking at here
1: possibly i th- I think don't
0: has worked AIW iw before and i think he's also been um, involved in 2cw he's been involved in um i i might have seen him on pwr pro wrestling rampage out of the but they don't really do dvds right now so mm-hmm. um but yeah he definitely he he came in iwc as, as a heel and i think people kind of really turn you know you know turned mm-hmm. in his favor uh sort of that nxt bug kind, where you, yeah the nxt bug <laughs> um but yeah a lot of comedy stuff a lot of fun stuff uh here he's chasing in around a ring with uh matt tavern here um so yeah a lot of fun stuff check out Dalton castle it's worth it you guys will have a lot of fun with it and uh mm-hmm. check him out on iwc or anywhere else he might be popping up he's been getting around a little bit so yeah
1: absolutely
0: awesome uh, what's our uh, uh challenge for this next week i think it's your week mm-hmm. to pick
1: This week, uh, I have a very awesome challenge uh, for you. Um, A talent I've known from the Texas area who I think uh, this definitely should be and I more than I'm sure will be the year that he will break out. Um, He's already expanded to companies like Beyond Wrestling, uh, which was a huge jump um, uh, working their tournament for Tomorrow's show. But he is probably one of the better wrestlers in the state of Texas. uh, And that is the centerfold Matthew Palmer. Uh, he And I mentioned uh, the MPX show, that, uh, that three-way match with Paul London. He'll be on that show uh, competing with in that three-way. Um, Palmer is one of my favorite guys. Uh, the combination of just wrestling ability as well as personality. The dude's got so much personality, it's ungodly, I think. Um, and he's got a great look, uh, a great life story too, if you ever look up sort of like his past and and, and everything he's been through. it's It's very, very compelling. Um, and he is one of the best. I, I, I don't think I can, I've seen a bad Matthew Palmer match, um, and he's done some different stuff. And he's always he's always challenging himself. So I definitely encourage you to check out Matthew Palmer and go support him because he's amazing. Um, but yeah, he is our challenge for this week. You can go to YouTube.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show and view the playlist that I have composed uh, featuring Matthew Palmer matches. Uh, but you are not uh limited to the playlist uh, you can look f- up for whatever you want from Matthew Palmer uh including I would say buy that tournament for tomorrow DVD uh, or I believe I, I'm not sure how beyond rest is selling it but uh go buy it when it comes out because he gets I believe to the semifinals and gets to compete against a lot of different people that's in what I'm sure to be awesome showings um uh but go basically uh, look up some Matthew Palmer this week. Uh, tell us what you think by either tweeting us at mayhem show or emailing us at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com with the subject line indie, uh, to, uh, go give us your thoughts and we will read those thoughts on the air and let, uh, and, uh, basically spread the word and, and, and expose people to more indie wrestling. Cause that's what, that's uh,
0: why we're all here. So awesome. Awesome. Uh Serafini, where can people find you? Uh, online and, and maybe even the next few weeks if you got any shows you want to mention.
2: Look me up on Twitter, Serafini. Um S E R A F E E N Y. That's hard for people. That's hard for <laughs> me. That's hard for
1: me. <laughs> I, um, I i will say i double take for a second when typing it i was like is it two e's i think it's two e's yeah
2: it's spelled <laughs> a lot of different ways for people but no that's the right way and also march 22nd rwa i'll be there jesse bell bikini contest <laughs> we'll see how that works
0: is that the first one of those for you
2: it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a milestone. <laughs> High First point
0: time for everything. Career highlight. I'm Career sorry. I'm, highlight. I'm sorry. I'm going to miss it, but I'll be editing it. Uh,
2: I I really don't think she made that stipulation for her because she doesn't wear a lot of clothes to begin with. You
0: know, I was thinking about that because they announced that, and, <laughs> and she's walking away, and I'm like, she's not. She and she's like all oh, like like making. I'm going to wear skimpy stuff, and I'm like, yeah. What less can you wear? What more can you show? There's, I think there's a physical threshold with that top, yes. uh, for one thing. Um, so, yeah. so it'll be inventive, I'm sure. Uh,
2: now, now all she needs is a pool. No, just kidding. Sorry. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh wow.
2: Well, so March 22nd, RWA, West New PA, you Contest.
1: You heard it here first. <laughs>
2: what happened what, what did we where did we go the direction this is the
0: part where joe dobrowski says what happened to my life um <laughs> yes. and, I, and i will mark out if you blurt that at some point no <laughs> so is it a match or just a contest
2: it's a contest
0: so so it's not okay so it's not like so a I bikini just... match or anything it's like that it's not a match okay
2: yes uh I don't have much else to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> about the state of women's wrestling. Anyways. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also you're on Facebook, of course, Yes, Facebook, well.
2: YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on it all.
0: There you go. And you can find us over here on wrestling mayhem Like we said, that email, good times, uh, at wrestling mayhem at mayhem show on Twitter. Uh, find the wrestling mayhem show on Facebook, Google plus and the great wrestling mayhem show, Facebook group tons of people jumping in there telling us what they think about indie wrestling major wrestling uh minor wrestling all kinds of flavors of wrestling uh some things that don't have anything to do with wrestling but they're just damn funny to wrestling people um you can also uh find us here if you want to join us live in the chat room ask questions at live.sorgatronmedia.com about 11 p.m eastern time what's that 10 o'clock central for you over there texas yes something yes, like give that us, give us give us texas boys some love i got <laughs> central time I'm, I'm i'm just involved with the right coast
1: um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got thumbs up there from the audience uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh there's other stuff i'm supposed to mention too uh no we don't have a show note person on this one do we um and of course look up the show where an audio video forms over on itunes on Gu- uh, no no not that youtube roku stitcher this is the last show of the day guys it gets a little wonky <laughs> um all that kind of stuff and uh and leave comments please on itunes and in youtube especially let us know what you think uh, uh about the show about some of the stuff your opinions on things uh, especially with indie wrestling um and tell us how much you love and what you do love about indie wrestling uh and until then go go support indie wrestling guys even with your money with your eyeballs with your comments tell a friend all that kind of stuff. We'll see you next week. never said was
1: I'm an animal. you know how I act.